It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. And real quick side note, I wanted a podcast yesterday from the game, but for some reason my USB mic wouldn't work, so I couldn't do it, and I'm getting to this a little bit late today. So apologies, and if you understand why a USB mic wouldn't work without Wi-Fi, Please let me know. I wouldn't think that would be an issue, but what do I know? I'm computer illiterate, and I'm trying to run two websites, which is not a good combination, but a combination, nonetheless, that I am willing to take on because you know what I care about? You, the fan, and I am worried about you today. I'm wondering how much panic are you in right now after the Thunder's 0-3 start, and let's face it, none of us, myself included, thought the Thunder were going to have this slow of a start this year. And it is the first 0-3 start in Thunder history. We'll go back to the 2008-2009 season, revisit that since that's the worst season in Thunder history, which is the first season the Oklahoma City Thunder were in existence. And we'll talk about that and we'll kind of compare where the Thunder were then to where they are now. And how much pressure does that put on Billy Donovan? And I think that's a fair question to bring up now. Plus, we will... We will let Billy Donovan talk. Why do I always say that? It's not like we're going to let him talk. You'll hear from Billy Donovan today on the Thunder's three-point shooting woes, what's going on with Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Patterson. We'll let Russell Westbrook speak. It was his first game back last night, and Russ damn near had a triple-double, but ultimately it was not to be, and at times he looked slow, which that is to be expected. You, You don't have conditioning of training camp. And Russ looked like he was just a tad out of shape. Tad out of shape last night, which is saying something because other than that, he still looked pretty darn phenomenal. And then uh, PG will come along at the end and talk about the refereeing, Terrence Ferguson, and we'll discuss how today there really aren't any easy answers. There's not a quick fix to what's going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder. All that is coming up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK in Oklahoma City. I am in my sixth season, sixth season, there, thick season, of covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, even though this year has started off disastrous in a lot of respects. I am a credentialed member of the media. Uh, what else do you need to know about me? I'm a lifelong, well, I, I haven't lived in Oklahoma my entire life, but I was born in Oklahoma, and I am a Thunder fan, and I hope you like what you hear, especially after the way this podcast has started. And uh, you can always check me out, check us out, 
at LockedOnThunder.com. Plus, we have archived audio. We've got audio from Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, Billy Donovan, and Russell Westbrook after last night's game at LockedOnThunder.com, as well as every single podcast archived. So the Thunder are 0-3 after last night's loss to the Sacramento Kings. Thunder score 120 points and give up 131. And it's really starting to make that performance in Golden State look horrific. Because you think with that performance in, in Golden State, you're like, wow, the Thunder are going to be good. They're playing good defense. They're without Russell Westbrook. And they just got beat by a better team. They'll get the next two games with the Clips and the Kings. And it didn't happen. Thunder terrible from beyond the arc last night, going 9 of 39. That's good for 23%. All in all, from the floor, not too bad, 44%. But the Kings shoot an outstanding almost 55% last night and 46% from beyond the arc. And yes, this is a lot like Major League Baseball where you are going to go through bad stretches. You can even lose three in a row just like you can in Major League Baseball. And you can lose bad teams and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's time to panic. And I don't think it's time to panic now, but the Thunder have never started 0-3 in their history. And this is not a year you need to be starting 0-3. I went back to the 2008-2009 season, thinking for sure they must have started off with some big-time losing streak. And actually, they started off 1-2, lost their first two games to the Bucks and the Rockets before beating the Timberwolves. And then after that, they lost a bunch in a row. And when I say a bunch... I can't give you the exact number, even though I'm looking at it right now on Basketball Reference. There's just a lot of L's to count up, and I would have lost track. And it was already taking me long enough to cut up the audio and put together this podcast that I couldn't have been accurate. But just know, two wins in a bunch of games ultimately led to P.J. Carlissimo getting fired. I don't think Billy Donovan deserves to be on the hot seat. I don't feel he's on the hot seat. But if things don't get better in a hurry, Starting with this game with Boston on Thursday night, you can start putting pressure on Billy Donovan and it wouldn't be unwarranted. And if Sam Presti wanted to put pressure on Billy Donovan, he would be well within his right. Unfortunately, there's just things that you can't fix with the Oklahoma City Thunder like shooting. And that's where the NBA is a lot like Major League Baseball. I always compare those two sports, hockey, whatever. And in baseball, if a guy's not hitting, a guy's just not hitting. And and you can go to the batting cage, and you can study film, and you can look at different pitchers. You can see what you're picking up, what you're not picking up. And it's sort of the same with shooting. You can go back to the gym. You can work on your mechanics. You can go around the world as many times as you want. And unless you can do it in a game, there's just there's nothing you really can do. You can't mend it. And it's just a case of you needing to hit a few shots. You needed to get that confidence up, get a little heat going, and then all of a sudden things start coming together. And that's something that Billy Donovan talked about last night after the loss to the Kings. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not about the number of threes. It, it's a balance of our guys are moving and passing the basketball, and guys are wide open, and we got to take those shots. I, I did not. I would say in the in the in the Clipper game, and I think I was pretty direct after the game. I thought the ball stopped. I didn't think we moved the basketball very well. Um, I thought we were very, very one-dimensional. I thought we were easy to guard. Uh, Our guys ran the floor. Uh, We attacked the deep paint. We tried to play at the rim. But it's very, very difficult when guys are open, wide open, to tell them, hey, don't shoot. You know, Um, because I think what happens is you start to 
get into a situation where guys start to overthink the game. And you got to take you got to take open shots. And we'll get better shooting the basketball, and we'll keep working at that. But I thought tonight we generated really, really good shots. I think if you look at the fact that, of what we shot from the three-point line and what we shot from the free-throw uh, free line and turning it over 18, point, 18 times and we still scored 120, to me that was an indication that we were really, I thought, moving the basketball. I think we had 20-something assists and we didn't shoot it great tonight. And um, so I think they're trying to do those things. So I was encouraged by that. So a lot of times... You know, you get if most of the threes we're taking, to be honest with you, were really off of penetration at the rim where they got caught helping and the ball was kicked back out. And what Billy was asked there is was he concerned about the number of threes that the Thunder were taking? And and obviously he said no. And that's about the most positive that Billy was all last night during the press conference. And if you'd like to hear last night's press conference in its entirety, you can always go to LockedOnThunder.com. Billy talked about attacking the paint. Points even in the paint last night, 68-68. And the Thunder actually out-rebounded the Kings last night, 51-46, to even getting more offensive rebounds. They just couldn't stop them from shooting last night. And yeah, I do agree with Billy. I thought the ball movement a lot better from what we saw Friday night versus the King or Friday night versus the Clippers to what we were seeing Sunday night with the Kings. But there's still some things that look out of place with the Thunder. And what was really frustrating about watching that game is that it seemed like every time the Thunder were going to mount a run and get on one of these 10-2, to 12-2 type runs, they just couldn't do it. And the Kings always seemed to have an answer for him. And uh, two guys that have got to get better and get better in a hurry in the starting lineup is Patrick Patterson and Terrence Ferguson. And Billy Donovan talked about them last night as well. They are or not. No, they're not. You know, and I think that, listen, I mean, in all honesty, you know, if, if you look at our three-point shooting, you look at overall shooting. Now, I thought our overall shooting in, in the Clipper game had very, very little to do with our guys' ability because of the way we played in that game, in my opinion. I thought today we got back in terms of just talking about it, watching it, trying to understand and have a little bit better, you know, uh, understanding of, you know, how we need to play, trying to play. And we've talked about playing faster and moving the ball, and we didn't do that in the Clipper game. And I thought our guys really, really did this. And those guys have got to get in the gym, and they've got to shoot, and they've got to keep working. And I think the rest of the team and the guys and the coaching staff need to continue to show confidence in those guys because if those guys can step up and make some shots, that certainly will help our team. And let's be honest with you, if you look at the game, they shot it better from the free throw line, they shot it better from the three-point line, they shot it better overall. If you look at the turnovers, I think we had 17, they had 18, or 18, 17, it was was basically within one. You know, they they, they made some shots and and we didn't, and we've got to be able to continue to stay confident in doing that. Now, obviously, Paul and Russell offensively played very, very well. I got a lot of confidence in those guys. I know Patrick can shoot the basketball, um, and I and I believe Terrence can do the same thing too. But this is great for both of those guys to have a little bit of adversity to kind of work through that and be committed to trying to get better from it. And with Terrence Ferguson... I don't think right now there's a better choice of a guy that you want to put at the two guard. And there's a lot of people I saw on Twitter today ready to go put Hamadou Diallo in. Go ahead and start him for for Andre Robertson, who's out. And there may be a time to do that. I, I'm not 
I'm not going to completely rule that out of starting Hamadou Diallo at the two, but we need to see more of Hamadou Diallo to know that what we saw in the Kings game wasn't a fluke. And a lot of times for rookies, especially those coming off the bench, it's very hard to get consistent. But if Hamadou Diallo starts showing some consistency and Terrence Ferguson can't, then I'm all for I'm all for that movement. I just wouldn't do it right now. I'd still give Terrence Ferguson opportunities because you have a lot tied up in this guy and he needs to get those opportunities. He needs a chance to get better. Same with Patterson. I don't think making the move to Grant is the right thing now. It's not like Grant's tearing it up from three-point land either. It's just these two guys have have a disease that the only cure... <laughs> Not not to be referencing Christopher Walken here, but the only cure for the disease is just to eventually start making your shots. And when that happens, things start to go, things will start to go your way. Um, and I agree with Billy. You take the open shots when you have them. One of the discussions last night up in uh, Cloud City was the fact that Russell Westbrook would much prefer you take that shot and miss when it's an open three versus you not take it at all. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, speaking of Russell Westbrook, he almost had a triple-double last night. So how did he feel about his return? Well, Russell tell you next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. Locked On Sooners is out now as well. And you can find Locked On Sooners and Locked On Thunder at LockedOnPodcast.com. That's LockedOnPodcast.com, your number one local daily sports podcast network. All our podcasts are housed there. So whether you're a fan of Major League Baseball, the NFL, college sports, the NBA, we have a local podcast for just about every single one of your teams. So you're looking for Locked On Browns because you're a Baker Mayfield fan. It's there at LockedOnPodcast.com. Plus, you can find out what's going on all around the association. And um, we thank all the fans who are not Thunder fans who are uh, listening to this podcast and being very loyal to it. And if you're a Thunder fan, we thank you. Um, Going back real quick to the last segment, and I just thought of something about what's going on with Patrick Patterson and Terrence Ferguson and when to make a move to possibly pull these guys out of the starting lineup. And that's such a fine fine line to tread because on one hand you don't want their confidence to get so shot that when they keep going back to the gym they keep going out to these games that they're overthinking everything they make too many adjustments and then they can't hit the broad side of a bull's butt you don't want you don't want that to happen but at the same time you can't let it linger because the longer you let it linger it hurts the team and it hurts them individually as well, so you may have to make that move. And in doing so, remember this, as crazy as all this may sound, and I realize this is kind of a a train wreck of a thought gear, you may also end up destroying their confidence by taking them off the bench. Billy Donovan's got a delicate situation to balance here. 
And the first move, the right move, the move that Billy Donovan has talked about is just letting these guys work it out. If they can't, then good luck. Because sometimes even making the move that's best for the team can end up destroying an individual. And I don't envy where Billy Donovan is with either one of these guys right now. As far as Russell Westbrook getting back last night, tremendous game. And talk about a guy that, in, in a sense, it was somewhat to be expected. Russell Westbrook last night going 13 of 23 from the floor. Very efficient for Russ. Um, 32 points, 12 rebounds. And eight assists. I guess with Russ, we shouldn't underestimate Russ. But I was expecting him to look a little lost. It looked a little awkward to get back since he hadn't had an opportunity to work with these guys in training camp. And that just wasn't the case. I I thought a couple of times he was slow getting down the floor. But he'll work himself back into shape where he could, if need be, which won't need be, he could play 48 minutes a game. But... God, I mean, what? I don't know of anything more you can say about Russell Westbrook other than he's just a freak athletically and in shape, and we should all strive to be that way. As far as Russ coming back and his overall game, how did he feel about it? His teammates, here is Russ from last night. Russ, it seemed like you were able to do what you do right from the jump. How did you feel in your first game tonight? Uh, Any takeaways from this one where you feel like there's some opportunities for you guys to grow as a team? Um, I thought we got some good shots, some good looks. Uh, we got to get stops. Uh, got to better get stops on demand. Uh, take our home court. You feel confident that all these wide open shots that you guys were able to create tonight are going to go? Uh, definitely. Uh, work on them every day. Uh, tonight, it's certain nights where shots not going to fall, but our defense can't have a night off. You were really active early and often. How did it feel to get back out there with the guys? Feel great, man. Um, never take uh, this game for granted. Always blessed and, and very, very thankful uh, to the man above for allowing me to go out and, and play. And, um, and you know, that's my main thing is always going out and just giving all I have. Russell, what have you thought has been at the core of some of your defensive issues the past couple of games with the Clippers and Kings? Well, I mean... You got to kind of look at the film. It was my first time actually being in it, but just communicating uh, different schemes that we need to figure out and, and fight through a little more. How was it out there playing with uh, Dennis for the first time? I was good, man. Um, you know, Dennis is a, a great attacker. He, he opens the floor up uh, for myself and for the rest of the team and uh, got to find ways to make the game easy for him as well. Did you feel uh, fatigued out there a little bit? Uh, I was okay. I mean, wasn't my best night, but you know, I got I one more, more games left to play, so not worried. My first time. Um, I just hate losing. Honestly, I don't really care to talk about how I played. So. Was a big offseason focus. So you guys played faster and maybe more movement. Did it feel any different? Maybe offensively, specifically. Uh, yeah, no. Russell, the league is kind of clamped out a little bit on calling more fouls in the preseason and the beginning of the regular season. Did, did you see a difference in that, not just tonight, but in the games you've watched so far? I don't have no comments on the fouls or officials. Anybody else for Russ? Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Russell. Russ with a very smart answer. <laughs> right there um yeah you would have liked more and uh, you'll get to hear more from Paul George in the next segment on the on the refs and the officiating nothing that would get Paul George fined but 
he went a little bit deeper with Russ, but a lot of times I think when guys are asked that, that they're giving you the best answer they possibly can just by not having any comments at all. As far as how dire straits are things with the Oklahoma City Thunder right now, starting the season 0-3, well, you've got Boston coming up on Thursday, and I think most people are probably chalking that down as a loss. I never do. It's the NBA. I would think Boston would win that game, Um, but... When the Kings win last night in Oklahoma City, nothing shocks me. Then you've got Phoenix and the Clippers and Charlotte and Washington. So a chance to to win four in a row. But if for some reason the Thunder end up losing to Boston and losing next Sunday to the Phoenix, then we're all going to sit around and play the game of when does that first win come. And if that's the situation we're in, that's when I start knowing that the Twitter account's going to be buzzing with a lot of heat on Billy Donovan. I'm not ready to go there yet. Things aren't dire yet, but the Thunder desperately need to get a win on Thursday. And if there ever was a must-win situation three games into an 82-game season, this is it for OKC. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. How does Paul George feel about how the game is being called? How does he feel about having Russell back? Well, he's going to tell us next here on Locked on Thunder. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Become a fan of the Locked On Podcast Network at LockedOnPodcast.com. That's LockedOnPodcast.com, the number one daily podcast network. The Locked On Podcast Network at LockedOnPodcast.com. It's your team every day. And as we like to say, it's the number one local daily sports podcast. The number one local daily sports podcast network. Um, But all our podcasts are there, so you don't have to go searching. However, if you want to go to Apple iTunes and subscribe, you want to go to Stitcher, Spotify, Alexa, we certainly wouldn't mind you doing that either. Also, uh, Google, and uh, did I say Alexa? I think I have. All right, we've touched on a lot of things. PG struggling uh, in the first couple of games with foul troubles. And I think Paul George feels like he's always struggled getting into foul trouble with the referee. So what does Paul George think about his start, the ref, everything else here is PG from last night? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have nights like that um, defensively to get put up, you know, 130-plus points. Um, that's that's a problem, um, and that's something that we've, we've got to get better with. Anything that you noticed in the defensive effort or schemes or, or anything that you guys feel like are correctable that you can move forward with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it just comes down to – you know, understanding 
Um, nowadays, offense, you know, it's constant movement, um, and, and we, we just got to be aware of that. What do you think of the quality of the shots that y'all been able to get, not just in this game, but in the, in the first three games of the season? Yeah, I thought um, we've got really good looks. we got great looks uh, all season. Um, you know, it, it, it gets like that um, within a season where you're going to have um, stretches where, you know, you're trying to find a shot and trying to find a rhythm as a team. Um, that's the least of the worries. Again, uh, just defensively as a group, we, we just got to get better on that end. Well, you what personally you are you're you're pretty high up in the league in fouls. Uh, I think maybe first or second in terms of just number of fouls through three games. Is some of that adjusting to the the way they're calling it now? What, what's happening there? Uh, I have you know I don't know some some of the fouls I picked up tonight um, was you know beyond me. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I've always had this issue. Um, you know, against the strike. So uh, maybe it's just me. Just got to get better with it. Oh, what's the message internally when you, know, you guys are taking a high volume of threes and some guys are struggling shooting the threes, whether it's Terrence or it's Patrick or Jeremy Grant? Um, well, those guys are are very um, capable of shooting it. Um, you know, it just, again, all it takes is, is for those guys to see it go down, you know, one time when they get in a game. That changes a lot. That, that confidence um, to shoot the next one and the next one after that. You know, they just got to see the ball go in. That's it. Well, you've you've given Terrence obviously a lot of help in this first couple of years. What what do you do when a guy like him is struggling the way he is? Can't seem to make shots. Yeah, you know, it's it, it happens. Um, it happens, especially I've, I've been in that position. I've been in, you know as the young guy, and um, you just want to do so well. Um, I think it's a lot of pressure he's putting on himself because of that. Um, you know, being in the starting role, and you know, he knows he can play at this level, but he's just putting pressure. Um, you know, which is, you know, it, it happens. I've been there. Um, like I said, uh, the good thing is, you know, we're there for him, where we got his back. Um, you know, we're going to continue to help him get through it. He's going to make shots, he's going to miss shots. It's part of the game. He's got to. And the great thing about the Thunder locker room is you've got enough veterans, and sorry to cut PG off there early, is you've got enough veterans to not only talk Ferguson through this, but Patterson. And I think it was Friday's game, because I think I was watching it here at work. I don't think it was last night, although I could get him confused. Sometimes things run together. But I did see Raymond Felton talking to Paul George about some of the things that were going on in the game. So there's enough veteran leadership to guide these guys through it. And I am all for defensive intensity coming up on Thursday night against the Celtics and the Thunder playing like their backs against the wall. Normally, in an 82-game season, I say preserve yourself, don't dive on the floor. And for all of Terrence Ferguson's struggles, I did see him dive on the floor last night. I saw Russ dive, dive on the floor. It was actually within the same sequence. But I thought Ferguson was at least all over the place, and I didn't see what I don't see from the Thunder is lack of effort. I don't see guys getting down now, but I did get the sense that talking to them, talking to Billy, that something's got to change. They know something's got to change, and I fully expect Thursday night to see a very intense performance from these guys, especially in the first 12 minutes of that basketball game. That first quarter, I would imagine, would be extremely intense for the Thunder. They've got to get off to a quick start. They just can't They can't afford to have any more slow starts because what happened last night, slow start, they end up losing slow start the, the other two nights prior to that. 
And on Friday night, it was a bad fourth quarter as well, so you bookended it. There's so much to correct, but it's still early enough in the season where I just I'm not going to push the panic button yet, but I'm not feeling really good right now after uh, these last couple of games. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up tomorrow, we will hear from Dennis Schroeder. He will talk about his performance. Um, Alex Abrinas, I did not touch on him, and I need to get to it now. Alex Abrinas left the court. I almost wrapped up without this. Alex Abrinas leaves the court last night um, looking like I heard mouth contusion or I saw mouth contusion like bruise on his mouth, but he did hit his head. Billy Donovan, here's what he had to say about Alex Abrinas. When I went down there, he had gotten hit in the head. And coming out of halftime, there was some thought that he could possibly return. And then I was told on the bench that he couldn't return. So I don't really know where he's at. I mean, I just have to talk to the team and then pretty much came in here. So I haven't had, gotten an update. I don't want to say it's a concussion because I have not been told that. And we'll hopefully we'll have an update for you on Alex Sabrinas tomorrow. So we'll have the Alex Sabrinas update tomorrow. We'll hear from Dennis Schroeder. We'll hear more from Paul George and Billy Donovan and see what see if we can't put something together to fix what's going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder. But still, three games in. Let's not panic. They haven't lost a shot at the college football playoff yet. They're still, um, well, there's, what, 80 games left to go? 79 games left to go? Something like that. My math is really fuzzy. But we'll be back tomorrow to talk about it all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.